Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages, today is a historic day because Bitcoin past 20K. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Today is December 16, 2020. The day will go down in infamy in Bitcoin history as the day Bitcoin passed 20K. There's not much more that we can talk about today besides the Bitcoin price. So I'm just going to get straight into the crypto prices. And we're going to have a conversation with William Noble, or Bill, Chief Technical Analyst at Token Metrics. And we're going to talk about what this means for the space and what do we expect in the future. Here comes the money. And I'm recording this at 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin sitting at $20,566.15, up 5.4% from yesterday. Ethereum, 617.43, up 4.4% from yesterday. Litecoin, 8867, up 7.9%. Chainlink, 1311, up 3%. And XRP, 50.7 cents, up 5.38% total market cap for all of cryptocurrency oh we're almost at 600 billion dollars 598.5 billion dollars with a btc dominance of 64.1 percent top coins bitcoin ethereum xrp tether litecoin bitcoin cash chainlink cardano Polkadot, and binance coin or bnb Let's get straight into it. Talk to Bill Noble about this $20,000 historic day and what it means for the future and what we can expect. Hi, thanks for having me. 100%. Look, I think last time we spoke was about a month ago, a month and a half ago, and we're at 18000 Your PR reached back out to me and said, when do you want to have Bill on again? 19000 I said, I just talked to him. I mean, let's push it down to twenty. And I was like, I'm not going to talk to this guy for another six months. You're back. <laughs> Welcome yes. back. Thank you. Thank you. So, so the reason why you're back is, like I just said, we're at twenty thousand dollar Bitcoin. We're over twenty thousand dollar Bitcoin at the time of recording. We're at twenty thousand dollars seven hundred and eighty ninety right now. Why? Why are we here? Institutions have to own it. Money managers can't show their face at the holiday party for their company if they don't have Bitcoin on their books, right? So this takes monkey see, monkey do to another level. It's very unusual for crypto people to understand that, you know, if one money manager's got it, they all have to have it. And then, of course, there's Michael Saylor versus the world, right? He's got $400 million to play with, and he's not price sensitive. That's why it doesn't dip. So I, I think Bitcoin is just going to go until the last big guy piles in. The why institutional investors, why is it that one has it, like you said, all, everybody else has to have it? I, I don't understand like the, the theme that we're going to see here. Is this a theme or is it just a fad? It's a theme for sure. So let's say you had somebody holding their portfolio in 100% stocks. All of a sudden, one guy, I believe Yale did this in early 2019, the Yale endowment. Let's say they decide to put 10% of their money in Bitcoin. Well, all of a sudden, 
90% equities and 10% Bitcoin portfolio will do better than say the stock portfolio or a stock and bond mix. So portfolio managers get measured on who's doing better versus each other and versus the S&P. I mean, Bitcoin just 1X'd. The S&P does it 1X. So if you, you know, if you don't have that kicker in your portfolio, you're going to underperform and basically be embarrassed to the point where your investors are like, hey, man, what are you thinking? Well, Bitcoin is, is 1X in, and uh, I haven't seen 1X on Litecoin or all these other alts. Are alts going to follow anytime soon? Yeah, they're going to start real soon, right? Like tomorrow. You know, looking at Litecoin versus Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Dash, even, even XRP. I call that trade the future of money. Dollar, Euro, Yen, Swiss franc, Sterling, 2021, they're going to have digital cousins. Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dash, Litecoin, Bitcoin Cash, XRP, etc. So the alts are going to follow. And I think the DeFi rally is going to be even bigger than anybody can imagine. Bitcoin gets to 22 or 26K, and then DeFi is going to go parabolic and blow your mind. That includes ETH. I mean, you, you did say that last time, but what, what, is, what is leading you to say this? Look, I want to just make sure that everybody understands this is not financial advice. This is not a financial show. We're just talking about the Bitcoin price because it has, that's the news today. If we're not talking about it, then what the hell are we doing? Are you having a news show? But what, what's making you say uh, DeFi is going to go parabolic, right? What, what's making you say that alts are going to follow? What, 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 what evidence do you have for this? The future of money trade, keeping in mind that Litecoin and all these other instruments, Bitcoin Cash, Dash, they're in PayPal. So one, retail may look at Bitcoin at $20,000 and you, know, you and I know that you can put $1,000 in and that's fine, but people may have this sort of like unit price bias where they look at something that's like $80 or $100 and go, hey, I can have one or two units of that. So that's one component for the future of money. Now, DeFi, good question. Once all these institutions get done draining hundreds of millions of dollars in Bitcoin out of the market. The next question for them is, just like any other currency, what kind of interest, what kind of return can I get on this beyond price appreciation? The only way to do that is to start playing in DeFi. So the theory goes, Bitcoin is currency. Frequently, people with currency look to get interest. And where do you get interest on cryptocurrency? DeFi. Do you think DeFi space is ready to handle that? Do you think the DeFi space is ready to handle the responsibility that is needed to have institutional investors in there? And I mean this because DeFi is still plagued with problems and hacks and hacks are usually because coding hacks or uh, lack of auditing or not even understanding what you're auditing for or smart contract uh, flaws. This is something that cannot happen with the institutional money. So is DeFi ready? And even if, even if you say they are ready, is the institutional investors, the people who are buying Bitcoin now, ready to put their money into DeFi for those gains or that interest? Okay, great question. So DeFi that will benefit will be the big cap prominent names, right? When people think DeFi, they think the crypto altcoin casino, rug pulls and all that. <laughs> Obviously, the big boys aren't going to be getting involved with that. Who are the big but, boys, my friend? Well, I mean, it starts, you know, Novogratz, Sailor, Yale Endowment, Tudor, Druckenmiller, you know, these are guys from Market Wizards book that are, you know, they're the guys that I looked up to when I started in the market when I was 21. So these huge players 
you know, insurance companies, you know, every day there's a, a new piece of news coming out as to who's buying tens of millions. So the bigger cap DeFi plays may benefit, you know, your compounds, your urns, your Ave, maybe even synthetics, again, not financial advice. Is it ready? Well, I, I think ETH, Uniswap, Sushi, and One Inch uh, are going to see some real growth. Honestly, in order to get all the big boys involved, we're going to need Polkadot to come online. I've noticed the Polkadot clone Kusama is kind of doing a mini moon. You know, the market's going to find a solution. And when it does, the coins that benefit are going to just smoke higher. Speaking of higher, look, we've hit the $20,000 mark. We've been waiting for that. Everything was geared toward that $20,000 mark. Now we have to find a new narrative. Now we have to find a new goal. Now we have to find something else to reach for. Where, where, where's the next point? Look, JP Morgan's saying $130,000 Bitcoin. I've heard some, oh, if, if uh, Bitcoin 20X back you know, in 2016 to 2017, uh, we're going to see a $400,000 Bitcoin. Hey, what are you hearing? Where do you see this going? And when? what's our next target? Is our next target $21,000 Bitcoin? Or are we looking at 50K? Are we looking at 100K? So good question. So I'm looking at the first level is 22, right? 22K. I'm drawing charts this morning for premium customers talking about 26K. Now, if there's a 2017 moonshot, it's 40K. For our 2021 preview, what we're saying, you know, especially because we're an altcoin shop at Tokenmetrics. So I think Bitcoin, once, once the hoopla really happens, which is just starting now, I think Bitcoin's going to do something like go to 25K and trade in a range, you know, 10%, 20% up and down while ETH and DeFi smoke higher. So 25K Bitcoin sort of represents a revaluation of the currency. And then I think it's going to move, you know, more slowly. Now, again, if gigantic players start getting involved, you know, the overall market cap of equities is 14 to 15 trillion. There's still a lot of money out there, and I'm not going to underestimate what Bitcoin can do. I just think the narrative of cryptocurrency in general, it's not just Bitcoin. Now, crypto people will tell you that, but that's going to become a mainstream idea that there is a world in crypto beyond Bitcoin. And the, inst the institutions, they're just dipping their toe in the water. So they're going to get crypto happy eventually, right? They're not going to want to hold just Bitcoin. They're going to want to hold ETH or Polkadot or, you know, whatever comes Whatever comes up. Bitcoin Cash is a peer-to-peer -peer payment system. If you have another lockdown and people can start using Bitcoin Cash, Dash, and Litecoin to pay for things, those currencies are going up. Dash is halfway to becoming like the second cousin twin currency for all of South America. I do agree with that about Dash. I, I know uh, a lot of people that I work that work on Dash in South America, and I know what the good work they're doing over there. Uh, but I am skeptical. I am skeptical. And then, of course, the future is going to let us all know how everything plays out. And then we can hindsight 2020 until the next moonshot in uh, 2024 or whenever. Uh, but it, let's see how everything plays out. And I am excited. I am hopeful for the future. Even the things that you say, even if it's only $25,000 Bitcoin, only $25,000 Bitcoin. I'm going to just cry myself a little river over here. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to be we're going to be doing well. And the industry is definitely chugging along with the more institutional investors coming in the space. William Noble, Chief Technical Analysis over at Token Metrics. Thanks for coming on the show and chatting again. I'll see you at $25,000 Bitcoin, which who knows? It could be in two weeks, my friend. All right, sir. Thanks for having me on the show. So instead of other news today, I'm going to come in and do... Let's just call it a confessional. 
about how this makes me feel. After four years of podcasting in the space, seeing the ups and downs, and talking to people, you know, probably thousands of people at this point, I'm going to tell you what I think and how I feel about this achievement of Bitcoin and what I think is going to happen in the future. And I'm also going to tell you what you should look for in the future. So the first is, how do I feel? I want to tell you, I don't personally feel anything about this milestone. I knew this was going to happen. It was just a matter of time. What I do appreciate is that through the years, I've talked to many people that bought the top. $18,000, $19,000 Bitcoin. There was somebody that bought it, maybe a little bit over $20,000 on a certain exchange. And all of those people that bought Bitcoin, all of those people who thought they were losing money for all those years, and if they held on to Bitcoin, are now making money. And that makes me happy. It makes me happy to know that with all the naysayers, with all the FUD, with all of the skepticism about Bitcoin, about the space, and when Bitcoin went around $20,000 in 2017, for all of that time, it was easy to tell somebody who bought the top that you got scammed. Well, it's hard to say that now. And that makes me very happy for the individuals that held on to Bitcoin, didn't sell because they were scared or they thought they lost all their money or got scared into it by some kind of news or headline or a friend or family member that said that they just bought into a Ponzi scheme. I'm very happy for all those people that took the risk and with lots of discipline and a lot of self-doubt probably held. The second thing I want to touch on is what I think I'm going to see coming up in this space. I remember when it hit $1,000 back in 2016, December, and it was a big achievement. Bitcoin finally hit its previous all-time high. And then every basically month or day or week after that, we hit a new all-time high. It was not 1,200, it was 1,500, it was 2,000 was our next mark. Then it was 3,000, and then it was 5,000. We thought 10,000 was an unachievable goal, and we hit 10,000. And as you know by history, we shot up to 20,000. So I guess what I wanted to say is through the cycle until we know we have our all-time high, which is only going to be in hindsight, it's going to be a euphoric ride, a roller coaster of is this all-time high and are we going to pull back and we're going to stay there for four years. Every number after this point is going to be uncertain, unsure. Is this it? And every pullback is going to be the one. So just look for that. Look for that in this cycle of the extreme euphoria, the extreme bullishness, the extreme greed moving into this new uncharted territory, and then the extreme fear, because it could be, that's it. We don't know if it's going to be 21,000. We don't know if it's going to be 100,000. All we know is we're going to go up until we don't anymore. And then we're going to have to start this all over again. And it's exciting. It's super exciting. And it's also scary. And with that fear comes mistakes. And with that greed comes mistakes. So get ready to make mistakes. Get ready for people to say they know until they don't know. No matter which way this goes. Everybody's going to be wrong. And everybody's going to be right. Because there's only two ways to go. Either a new all-time high or we're going back into a bear market. And now finally, what should you expect? How should you look at everything coming in the space or what's what's going to come into the space at this point on? This is the interesting part because every mainstream media is going to start reporting on Bitcoin and they're going to be reporting on it more and more the higher the price goes. Banks and financial institutions, their CEOs are going to make grandiose claims about Bitcoin price 
or they're going to FUD the market to see if they can control the price. You're going to see scams and you're going to see influencers coming up to tell you how they're going to make you money with Bitcoin. You're going to see YouTube videos and trading groups. You're going to see people try to sell you their bots and trading programs. And you're also going to see ads everywhere from YouTube to Facebook to Instagram to TikTok. I don't even know if TikTok has ads, actually. But you're going to see ads everywhere about the person who's going to try to tell you how to make money with Bitcoin. Be careful. They're all probably bullshit. I'm not saying they all are bullshit. I am saying they all probably are bullshit. But it's going to be rammed down your throat. It's going to be everywhere you turn. And the fact of the matter is, the more you don't want to find it, the more you don't want to look for it, the more you're going to see it. Because it's going to come out of the word works. It's going to come from your family, your friends, your brothers and sisters, the media, your social media. Everything is going to be about this price. And finally, the other thing I really want you to pay attention for is the next best thing. Now that you regret not buying Bitcoin in 2013 or 2016 or even back in March, everybody's going to be telling you that they have the next best Bitcoin. This is the next Bitcoin. It does the things that Bitcoin can't do. Faster transactions, lower fees, easier to operate, easier to control. Maybe they're going to say you don't even have your private keys because we got it. And so you could just send it back and forth. It's very easy. Or the new platforms, the Ethereum killer, the Cardano killer, the new ones that are going to be the next generation, the evolution of the platforms. And of course, the new uses for blockchain. Everything will be on blockchain. Everything can be tokenized. Social tokens, art, cars, houses, gold. Everything is going to sound amazing, an amazing use for Bitcoin, blockchain, or cryptocurrency. And it might be, but with every new company, it takes time to establish. Every new idea needs to be flushed out. I don't know if it's going to be the next best thing, the Bitcoin killer, the Ethereum killer. I don't know what's going to happen in the future. All I know is if it plays out like last time, everybody is going to be the next best thing. And they're going to want you to use your money to support it. The one thing I can promise you is that us at Decrypt Media and myself, Matthew Aaron, at Decrypt Daily is never going to just focus on price. It's going to be about the news. It's going to be about the tech. It's going to be about the people in the space. It's going to be about the developments. I'm going to tell you the prices, but I'm never going to hype it. I'm never going to lie to you. I'm never going to be super bullish and I'm never going to be super fuddy. I'm going to be even for you through this whole ride. Now, when is this ride going to be over? Who knows? Did this ride even actually begin? I don't know. But what I do know is that we're going to be here even, steady, and always skeptical for you guys. So please, enjoy this historic moment. And please, be careful in the coming months. Happy hodling, everybody.